gotta say good morning to everyone listening online on janoradio.com and of course i have to say good morning to my studio audience courtesy of clubhouse let me just fuck with it boy. it is tuesday october 25th 2022 turned up tuesday we're playing yesterday's favorites today's hits today's hits yesterday's favorites gotta say thank you so much for joining me for coffee and toe world news on the go we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern this is where i read the news and we share our views you can follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram moments on the score with on the me underscore media and you can also catch me on tiktok moments with me media and the me in everything is am i why you want to go and do that and it's time for us to talk about the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news ugandan children died in their sleep in burning school for blind U.S. charges two Chinese citizens with interfering in telecoms case. Myanmar Army Air raids an ethnic rebel group concert kill 60. Rishni Sunak to become Britain's next prime minister. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a round of applause for that one. I kind of low key called it. <laughs> World leaders welcome next UK Prime Minister. Cyclone Citrang lashes Bangladesh, killing nine. In news out of North America, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis refuses to commit to serving full term. Ex-Minneapolis cop pleads guilty in George Floyd killing. Two killed in shooting at St. Louis High School, gunmen dead. Reading and math scores have dropped among students in the U.S., following the impacts of COVID-19. Barack Obama introduces himself to Gen Z in new voting PSA ahead of midterm elections. Out of Latin America, U.S. targets Nicaragua's gold sector in latest push against Ortega. New crisis brewing for Venezuelans turned back at the U.S. border. In business and tech news... Unprecedented 401k boost. IRS increases amount you can save for retirement in 2023. Republican committee in U.S. sues Google over email spam filters. In hmm. Believe It or Not stories, a Florida girl steals $13,500 from her grandmother's safe and hands it out to classmates at the school. Wow. NYU professor fired for giving students tough love tells college deans to not coddle students. A Michigan woman arrested for not scanning items at Walmart self-checkout stole $1,000 worth of items. I want to say that um, since she had to do the work, unload the cart, scan the items, bag the items, put them back in the cart, she was saying, if I got to work for it, I might as well take it. Yeah. Out of the Caribbean corner, helper applies for PR twice, made to wait years, then wins case in the Cayman Islands. Out of Grenada, lawyer recommends pardon for simple marijuana convictions. Mexican company to launch premium tequila in St. Lucia. Trinidad and Tobago police launch probe into murder of four people, including a toddler. In the Jamaican corner, 
There is a search on for 13-year-old St. Andrew girl gone missing in Portmore. Tourism minister says tackling crime is everybody's responsibility. And Jamaicans again excluded from U.S. green card lottery. We're going to be right back to the details of these stories and more right up right after this one. A little more on our turned up Tuesday. Get that blood pumping. Come on, let's go. Do that. Think about the pagan rush roulette with an automatic. 
So the next song I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do karaoke style on this one. This is one of my favorite songs. Uh, Q-Tip. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> let me... So, okay. Let me see if I can remember this one word for word. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let, let me. The movement is off. Let's see. It's Turned Up Tuesday. He left me, he left me. <laughs> I'ma catch the next one though. Alright, the next Q tip, I'ma play the next Q tip because I know I'ma get this one. And you fresh and all original to say the least that you've impressed. Come on, come on. Rappers start that they saw, finding it very hard to make it over the wall. Hey, get your weight up, my motto, you heard, and I go to death here to felonious words. Huh? So girls move it around. If you see your main dog, give your brother a pound and just uh, breathe and stop for real and give it what. All right, so here's I'm gonna do this one, okay? I'm gonna do this one. I'm not gonna let um Q-tip leave me hanging on this one. Come on, come on now, you can't disappoint me. Hold on, wait, let me get the volume up. Yeah, so I can help you out. It's Tart Up Tuesday, and we're gonna do it big on this one. Let's go, folks. Check it out now. No doubt now. Get out now. Okay, here we go. No doubt, yeah. Special girl, real good girl. Hey. Biggest thing in my itty bitty world. Called her up and she made me feel right. Hey. Wishful bliss could never take flight. Hey. Sitting back with this mic in my hand. Hey. Spitting hot, trying to take you. Such a vibrant thing. A vibrant thing. And even though we both fly, we give each other space and not the evil eye. Acting like grown ups. Cause the spot blown up. Girlfriend telling you she wanna see. I say I don't know. But you say gladly. And when we both do head, we go on and on and on and on and on and sweeter than Ben and Jerry. When you know I get mine. Sitting around in my abstract part, these abstract things going abstract parts. Okay, let me see if I can catch my breath again. Check it, check it, check it, look at me. Getting back to my Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm ahead of it. Hold on. <laughs> Getting back to my MC status. Really did I kick make the other niggas mad as moving to your town situation. Listen, I'm out of breath. I'm gonna let Q tip do it. I'm out of breath. I'm busy dancing and everything. <laughs> You can't do what you used to, huh? You can't do I can't do it like I used to. <laughs> oh Lord, I definitely need to keep working out. Check it out now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Special girl, real good girl, biggest thing in my itty bitty world. 
called her up and she made me feel right. Wish the bliss could never take flight. Sitting back with this mic in my hand. Spitting hot shit, trying to see grand. Imprinted on my mind every minute. Make my plans and you always in it, y'all. Uh, such a vibrant thing. Vibrant thing, a vibrant thing. And even though we both fly, give each other space and not the evil eye. Acting like grown-ups, don't even try to hide cause the spot blown up. Girlfriend telling you she wanna see. I say I don't know, but you say gladly. And when we both do head, we go on and on and on and on and on and I'm trying to catch my breath, but thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and everyone listening online on JanoRadio.com. Of course, I gotta say good morning and thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where... I read the news and we share our views. It is Torn Top Tuesday on Coffee and Toe. We're playing yesterday's favorites, today's hits. Floating on the screen, who the hell wanna stop me? I hated those who got me. A million refugees with unlimited warranties. Black Caesar, dating top divas, diplomatic immunities. Coming up right after this, we're gonna get into the details and we're starting off with international news. Strike with the forces of King Salomon, letting bygone be bygone, and so on and so on. But I gotta start after the chorus. Gotta hear Maya on this one. Let my mind shine like a halo. Politic with ghetto senators on the deal. While the kids are poor, open new and better drugstores So I became hardcore, couldn't take it no more I'ma reveal everything, change the law I find myself walking the streets Trying to find what's yeah. really going yeah. on in yeah. the street Now every dog got his day, needless to say When the chief away, that's when the cats wanna play I told you, dance around your fools like cash and slaves Stretch my heat and make you do a pot of parade Kick your balls like Pele, pick them doing ballet Peak like Dante, broader than Broadway Get applause like... Woo. I'm in a party vibe this morning. That's all I know. Turned up Tuesday. That's how we do it right here. Never know what you're gonna get in the mix, but it's definitely to get, definitely guaranteed to get your blood pumping. Okay, gotta catch my breath. Cool down. Cool down. <laughs> all right. First story up on the international scene: Ugandan children died in their sleep in burning school for blind. Story courtesy of AlJazeera.com. At least 11 people, mostly children, have died in a blaze that tore through a dormitory at a school for the blind in eastern Uganda as pupils were sleeping. The disaster occurred at about 1 a.m. on Tuesday at the Salama School for the Blind in Mokono District's Luga Village, east of the capital, Kampala. The cause of the fire is currently unknown, but so far 11 deaths as a result of the fire have been confirmed, while six are in critical condition and admitted to hospital. 
Police added that an investigation has been launched and more details will be released later. Most of the dead are children at the school and our sympathies go to the parents. Oh boy. Um, that's disheartening. Really sad. I hope it's not negligence. I hope the school was not targeted. And our prayers go out to the um, families who have been affected. No one wants to hear about that sort of tragedy. U.S. charges two Chinese citizens with interfering in telecoms case. This story also courtesy of AlJazeera.com. Authorities in the United States have charged two alleged Chinese intelligence officers with attempting to interfere in the prosecution of a major Chinese telecom company in the U.S., the criminal complaint unsealed on Monday charged He Guo Chun and Wang Zheng with obstruction of justice and He with money laundering. The U.S. Justice Department accused the two men, who both remain at large, of paying a U.S. informant $61,000 worth of Bitcoin to supply internal documents related to the case against the company. Today's complaint underscores the unrelenting efforts of the Chinese government to undermine the rule of law. The indictment did not name the company, calling it a global telecommunications firm based in China. However, Al Jazeera's Heidi Zhao Castro said that it had been largely reported that... What's the name of the company? Pronounce it for me, Afalabi. Good morning, Afal. Is it... You all taught me the right pronunciation yesterday and i have totally forgot it today wowie wowie am i right okay after not helping me out he's just listening i think it's wowie and i'm like how did you get dubbed wowie out of hua but oh god i'm sorry (laughs) you can't leave me hanging like that you can't leave me hanging like that come on no maybe it's a decent one Um, huawei huawei thank you i'm I'm a little slow okay so bear with me y'all so huawei is the company in question according to the u.s officials these two chinese agents tried to bribe a u.s law enforcement official into giving up sensitive and secret documents regarding the u.s's legal strategy in its prosecution of huawei and that's according to Zhao Castro reporting from Washington, D.C. A spokesperson for the tech company could not be reached for comment on Monday. China's embassy did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the Reuters news agency. So, me tell the moment, well, Rasta talk, Rasta don't make up things, you know, I go along with people talking. say? When Rasta talk, Rasta occur with factual things. Things were out there, things were documented things where everybody's supposed to know about you know what i mean so rasta i, I say certain things rasta now i, now I say oh we are slandering about the name i think they're out there or actually i take place so we're got, rasta go just sit back and just want to listen to the news you know what i mean <laughs> yes Apple. all right so next up myanmar Army air raids and ethnic rebel group concert kills 60. Air raids by Myanmar's military in a celebratory 
event held by a prominent ethnic rebel group have killed dozens of people, including civilians, the rebels say. Colonel Nabu told AFP News Agency on Monday that two Myanmar military jets attacked the ceremony held by the Kachin Independence Army, KIA, in Kachin State at about 8.40 p.m. on Sunday. Around 50 people were killed, including KIA members and civilians, he said, adding that about 70 were wounded. A KIA spokesman speaking to the Associated Press by phone put the death toll at more than 60 people, with about 100 wounded in the attack on the first day of the three-day celebration of the founding of the KIA organization, which included a concert. Is that fair, though? If people are at a concert that you're going to um, perform an air raid on them, even though they're considered a rebel group, I think that's unfair. Um, that's not a level playing field. But then again, who's Jaka said the world on a level? So how Jaka? How we know Jackass no said the world on a level? Who came up with that saying? I grew up hearing it. I wonder where some of these sayings come from. Jackass said the world on a level. Hug asking mother why our mouth so long. The mother said, wait, my child, yeah, grow you a seed. That one I totally get. But you ever wonder about some of the sayings? Especially for grandparents. Ah, yeah. Cyclone Citrong lashes Bangladesh, killing nine people. Courtesy of AlJazeera.com, at least nine people have died after Cyclone Citrang slammed into Bangladesh's south southern coast, snapping communications and power links and destroying houses, officials have said. Nine people have died, most by trees falling, including three from one family in the eastern district of Kumila. Jabu Nahar, a government official, told AFP News Agency. The cyclone, the equivalent of hurricanes in the Atlantic or typhoons in the West Pacific, made landfall in southern Bangladesh late on Monday, but authorities managed to get about a million people to safety before the monster weather system hit. Thank God it wasn't worse. And on to... Did we, did we call it here? did we call it or was it my wishful thinking becoming reality um rishi sunak you put it in the universe <laughs> yes history has been made in the uk history has been made moment that moment that needs a, a longer applause good morning everyone that needs a longer yes you it's time to let go of ancient norms embrace the future embrace diversity oh my gosh never thought it would happen but we did put it out there and it happened it came, it became reality hence careful what we put out in the universe right um that which we seek, we will obtain. We might not see it in our lifetime, but it may come to fruition in our, in our you know, children's lifetime. Moses never made it into the promised land. He made it to the border of the promised land. 
but not into the promised land. So let's not give up hope. I think this is a reminder for us to not give up. Be relentless in your pursuits. Whatever you believe, it can happen if your faith is unwavering. Now I will say this. It's not going to be an easy road for him. Definitely not. But I am going to hold him up, lift him up, and pray that he makes the right decisions. That he will exercise wisdom and sound judgment, ask for the gift of discernment to see through the rattlesnakes that will just utter things at him and be reasonable with his decision making. It's a new day. London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> the next thing on the agenda is to do away with the monarchy. Oh, yes. Do we see it happening? Yeah, it's going to happen. Not sure if we'll be alive to see it, but I see it going. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. London Bridge is definitely falling down. According to the Associated Press, former Treasury Chief Rishi Sunak is set to become Britain's next prime minister after winning the conservative leadership race on Monday and now faces the huge task of stabilizing the party and country at a time of economic and political turbulence. Sadak will be Britain's first leader of color and the nation's third leader just this year. Imagine, and we're not, wow. It's like one a quarter, right? <laughs> he will take over as prime minister from Liz, Lizzie Liz, who quit last week after 45 tumultuous days in office, leaving a staggering economy and a shell-shocked and divided party. His only rival, Penny Mordaunt, conceded and withdrew after failing to reach the nomination threshold of 100 conservative lawmakers needed to stay in the race. In his first public statement after he became the conservative leader, Sunak said the country faces a profound economic challenge and he promised to work for stability and unity. He said he would make it his utmost priority to unite the party and the country. Sunak had been the strong favorite as the governing conservatives sought stability at a time of immense economic challenges and after months of chaos that consumed the past two leaders. Sunak lost out to trust in the last conservative election, but his party now appears eager for a safe pair of hands to tackle soaring energy and food prices and a looming recession. The politician stirred the economy through the coronavirus pandemic, winning praise for his financial support for laid-off workers and shuttered businesses. He promised integrity, professionalism, and accountability if he formed a government, a veiled criticism of the scandal-tarred Johnson and the problem-plagued Liz. Sunak will now be asked by King Charles the third to form a government. He will become the prime minister in a handover of power 
from Liz later Monday or on Tuesday. Sunak's victory is historic. He is the first British Prime Minister of South Asian heritage. So they're going to leave out the African part? Come on. Come on now. Don't do this. Is it Kenyan or Kenyan, right? Well, you know what? I'm going to let me let me edit this. I'm going to put it in. He is the first British prime minister of South Asian and Kenyan heritage. The first Hindu to hold the post and the youngest for 200 years. His challenge is enormous as he tries to unite a demoralized and divided party that trails far behind the opposition in opinion polls and seeks to shore up an economy reeling after Truss's brief, disastrous experiment, indeed, in libertarian economics. You know, this is something that I'm praying for in my lifetime, for them to stop this foolishness. We, we um, brushed on it yesterday. The man is South Asian and African. Why is it they are not going to highlight that? but choose to highlight what they deem to be more palatable. They did the same thing with Camelo. She's also South Asian and Jamaican descent, heritage. Come on, we wanted that moment. Trust me, come on, we wanted that. I'm sorry, say that again, Afo? I'm saying Kamami wanted that. Uh, who she is Kamami? You mean Kam Kamala? Kam <laughs> Kamala. What's your name? Kam Kamala, Kamala Harris. Yeah, she, she wanted that. Trust me. Uh, she wanted that. You sure so about that? She had that? no problem accepting it. Yes. Yes. You see me? Yes. She wanted that. Even with some of interviewed them and people are questioning her, yo, what, what is it? And she sighed with her mother's side and forget about her father. Even her father had something to say about it because of some things that she used to say about our Jamaican side of family. You see me? Our Jamaican people. And he was upset with her about it. So she chose a side and she accepted it. And we just make sure stay with it, clean and simple. So she wanted that. She never had a problem. I don't know why them not like the same part. I why not even say something about it. But hey, teach them more and I feel them things still. So, Kamala. She didn't really grow up around her Jamaican family, right? She majority of her life was spent with her mom's side of the family so to some degree can you blame her if that is what she's familiar with right um there are people who are more familiar either with their father's side of the family or their mother's side of the family based on who they are raised around if i'm making sense you know what i mean so you can't speak to what you don't really have a connect a deep connection to um i will say this she does not deny her jamaican roots um she has been around her jamaican family she has been to her 
family um, in Jamaica a couple of times. Um, she has Jamaican family here in the U.S. that she connects with, but the, the relationship is going to be different, right? It's definitely going to be different from her mother's side. She was, um, yeah, there's no other way to put it. Her mother raised her as a single parent because the mother and the father um, divorced. Uh, we're never going to see a level playing field in those situations. You know what I mean? Um, especially when divorce is in play. <laughs> um, and here's why I'm saying that. So my two older children are from my first marriage. Um, they haven't been around them since 2006, seven, I want to say. Hold on, let me make sure I get my figures right. 2005, 2006, 2007. About 2007, thereabout, was the last time they were around their father's side of the family. So would they have a connection? No. No. They're more around my mother and my, around my parents, my mother and my father. They're more around that side of the family and my current husband's side of the family. Was it deliberate that they not be around their biological father's side of the family? No, not at all. Not at all. So, of course, they are going to hold on more to what is more familiar with them. Am I making sense, Afa? Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Okay. I'm going to get what you say about me. I tell her she should she, she do some things moments during the whole election thing, you And she said some things. You get me? I say, mm -hmm. that's why you have some... Some black folks, cause not all. Some is like a cult thing when it come to the Dems or the Republic. It's like a cult. It, it is a cult. But anyways, um, <laughs> but, 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 she, she, she said some some real some she said some things. No moments. But I tell her. Give me one thing that even, she said. Tell me one thing that she said. She even do some things. Sorry. She yeah. even do some things. All right. When they go on with the election thing, she run out and put on teams. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I tell them not to get rid um ton black people in the idea or take them for food. But anyways, she run put on teams, she had the interview, she had um talk about oh yeah, I'm working the hot sauce or and the thing where she put hot sauce man, people are like, oh black people do that with no hot sauce. But anyways, she even when I'm talking about the whole election um reparation stuff or things for black folks and them something there, she was like, Oh <clears throat> she now go just do things just for black people alone. You see me? You should do something for everybody. All right. Then fast forward to what was it? The, 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 the Asian hate crime bill, whatever the man call it. It was just for them. I had nothing to say about it. Um, Something to take place in like Tulsa, some, either some anniversary thing. No. All right. During the shooting with the Tulsa, the, the, the Tulsa shooting at the grocery store and uh, uh, when she go on the instead of her talk about that she had bring in about Asian hair cream and so uh, moments me I tell her and she, 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 
you know, you know, you know, you know, I'm not believing it, but I just because the thing I is, this, when, when, when it comes to media, it with, yeah, the, the thing what I'm saying, Afa, is that <clears> you, you I don't want you to just make a blanket statement, I want just to, I want you to give us examples, right? So that we have something that we can connect to, so that if somebody want listening wants to go and do their research, I say, okay, I can start with this particular um highlight right so that's what i was asking you to just give me a few examples um so that we have that as reference you know what i mean if i'm making sense yeah man yeah makes sense man but ah. those are just some of you and i'm similar to follow up because after my session those them little them little them little things eh, we just kind of cut her off you get me i say mm-hmm. but i tell you she have some little ways about her when they come on to black force she, she not really connect with black folks like that so that's why people always look like well, some as almost say some black people are call her out feet mm-hmm. you get what i mean because she, it's like she's not she's not connect with with and she has said oh she now do this just for everybody um just for that one per group of people yeah? but yes still, when the next group of persons are doing uh, ask for certain things she's on board with it coming like um jim crow clyburn um the the, the guy don't uh the the um uh so i was so carolina i'm gonna run against marcel this guy named marcel him on one next him on one next big sellout and one next coon you get me when they come on to doing stuff for him own people the man is like he's against it and when he come on to doing stuff for other people them go them, it's like them them ride hard for the asian people and other group of people i even give the five dollar indian them how much millions of dollars yeah how much millions of dollars I'm giving the five dollar Indian them and people don't have my own <clears throat> constituency. I try to reach out to him and ask for help and I, I, I ignore them. Even when I come and take reparation, oh, we don't need that right now. But yes, like a million dollars to Asian people uh, and um, um, we call them um, and the five dollar Indian people them. Come on, bro, wake up your mind. You're, you're, you're for your people them, or you're for everybody, or you're just for one group of people. and. That's the direction where she, what's your name? Um, come on, we going now. You get me, I say? So that's why people are calling her out feet. But tell them, I'm still going to watch the whole of them and all of them something, you know. So, uh, Rasta again, I'll just make up things. i just go for a little one and two little thing and just a, a, a bash her, you know what I mean? Right. A whole different thing she do and Rasta call her feet. But appear nice outside. So when we go into the truck, um, they can respond to it. All right. So I'm going to say this and then I have to keep it moving. When you are a person of color in a position um, of leadership in a country or in any country that is predominantly Caucasian, the truth is you can't win. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Um, when you take on the role of leadership, you don't even have to get to, into politics. We can talk at a corporate level, even in your own business, regardless of the size. Your responsibility is to attend to everyone, right? Not isolate and only look after the needs of one group of people. Um, and I get the concern I get the highlights. Barack went through the same thing where he was heavily criticized for not doing enough for the black community. 
And sometimes I'm glad I, I would never want their job. Believe you me, never. Because will you ever do right by everybody? Um, not going to judge any of them because I have not been in their position. I don't know the stakes that were up against them. Um, behind the scenes, there's a lot that we are not privy to. And politics, we know, is a game of the wealthy. You think the leaders are the ones who are in control. You think the leaders are the ones who have the last say. As much as we would like them to, it goes back to the saying that I always refer to, make reference to, he who has the money has the power. Right? Um, I will go back to Sunak and say that I don't appreciate the media not highlighting his, now that he's been elected to lead the Conservative Party and will be England's next Prime Minister, they have now changed the verbiage. They have removed the Kenyan part and are now only referring to him as the British Prime Minister of South Asian Heritage. The media has a responsibility to not do that. To not do that. Because when these things are condoned, what is the message you're sending out to people of mixed heritage? What, especially if their roots go back to Africa. What is the message we're sending? Denounce your African heritage? Or let me not say African because the continent is mixed with so many different people. So let me, very, let me be very specific. Because you have white Africans, you have Indian Africans, you have Chinese Africans. And I'm saying this because these, once you're born there, you're born there. You have no control over that. And Africa runs from north to south. It's not just west to east. So do not denounce or force one to denounce the black side of them. Of themselves. Embrace it all. And I believe the media can lead the way, take the charge by talking about one's heritage in full. Don't force anyone to choose. Do not do that. And a lot of times the um, discrimination that we allow to seep in is as a result of what the media promotes, what they choose to highlight. And whether we want to accept it or not, or believe it or not, after a time, it becomes embedded in us and we start to think like the media, which is not good. All right. So, yeah. World leaders welcome the next UK Prime Minister story courtesy of BBC.com. Many offered their congratulations and expressed hope for stability 
after a turbulent few weeks. As you become UKPM, I look forward to working closely together on global issues and implementing Roadmap 2030, and that's according to Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Special Diwali wishes to the living bridge of UK Indians as we transform our historic ties into a modern partnership. Mr. Sunak's appointment has been big news in India, with Indian news channels breaking into rolling coverage. Indian sun rises over the empire. History comes full circle in Britain, was how one channel put it. And I understand the Indian perspective. Because this, the, the British definitely went into India and did their damage like they did everywhere else. All right. So congratulations to him again. May he take up the baton and move forward. And of course, may he be guided by wisdom and discernment. Important. All right. Gonna take another quick break, and when we return, we have stories out of North America. It is Turned Up Tuesday right here on Coffee Until Keep It Locked. Beach houses, cream to the ceiling. Right. I was a gentleman living in tenements. 
Now I'm swimming in all the women that be tense. Went from bad boys to the crushed linen men. Now my dividends be the new Benjamins. Girls of all complexions, I like cinnamon. Make sure got some girls with play of cinnamon. What you waiting for? Let the freak show begin. How they came in a truck. Mercedes, come here, baby. If you don't like it where it's hot and hazy, never shady. You must be crazy. It's ridiculous how you put your lips on this. Don't kiss right there, girlfriend. I'm tickling. Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone. QMZ Radio. For quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for quality music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone listening online on janoradio.com. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. While up in the club like we while in the studio uh, You know when the violin, baby, really and truly yo. My uh, main thug, villain ain't Julio, he moody yo what? Type of brother that'll slap you with the Tulio uh, Real shook, scared to death, act fruity. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse This is where the conversation happens I'm Moments with me, you're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go We do this every Monday through Friday, 9am to 12pm Eastern This is where I read the news and we share our views Coming up later on tonight, live on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, FutureFM.net, FutureFM 98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon and Westchester. It's the Rose Solo Show, 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you check her out. Shall we murder us? A lot of people is wondering and they're curious. I mean, in my unit, do it is so mysterious. Furious, all of my people is serious. Should others be walking around fearing us? Front, baby, like you don't want to be hearing us. Gotta listen to Harry, he'll be playing us. 30 times a day, you to make you delirious. Damaging everything all up in your area. Yo, it's funny how all the chickens be always serving us. All up in between the ants where they want to carry us. Hit you good, then I hit them off with the alias. Various chickens, they want to marry us. Yo, it's flip mode, you stupid, you know we bout to bust Seven figure money, the label preparing us Fight the dust instead of you making the fuss People know better cause they ain't no comparing us Mad at us, yes you know It's Turned Up Tuesday right here in Coffee and Toe Music with the madness And uh, we are taking it back Hip hop, playing some of my favorites <laughs> Yes we are Yesterday's favorites, today's hits what you not f***ing me Baby, you know I'ma take care of you Cause you said you got my baby And I know it ain't true Is it a Let me slow this one down <laughs> This is ODB featuring Callis This is one of my favorites too be having that in this house Cause I'll cripple your style Now that you heard my charming voice You couldn't get another Coming up right after this It's details of stories out of North America Keep it locked Money Don't you worry, say hey. Baby, I got your money. Uh, 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 hey, uh, 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 Baby, I yo. got your money. Don't you worry, uh, 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 say hey. Uh, 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 Baby, I got your money. Yo, 
So I glanced at the girl, girl glanced at me. I whispered in the air, you wanna be with me? You wanna look pretty though in my video. Oh, dirty on the hat, and I let you all know. Just dance if you caught up in the Holy Ghost trance. If you stop, I'ma put them killer ants in your pants. I'm the ODB, as you can see. FBI, don't you be watching me? I don't want no problems, cause I put you down in the ground where you cannot be found. I'm just dirt dog trying to make somebody. So give me my streaks and give me my honey. Radios play this all day, every day. Recognize I'm a fool and you love me. None of you know, better look at me funny. No, you know my name down, give me my money. I gotta squeeze one more in. Yeah, we can. It's not 10 o'clock yet. We got a little. We can squeeze one more. I gotta go back to my baby Q-tip. Thank you for that one, Q-Tip. It is time for us to get into the details of stories out of North America. First up, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis refuses to commit to serving a full term. The story courtesy of the Associated Press via WSVN. A defiant Florida Governor Ron DeSantis refused to commit to serving a full four-year term if re-elected when pressed by his Democratic rival Charlie Crist at their only gubernatorial debate on Monday. Crist, a former congressman and one-term governor, accused DeSantis, a rising Republican star considered a likely 2024 presidential contender, of being too distracted by his national political ambitions to lead properly. DeSantis skirted several attempts by Crist to get him to say he'd serve a full second term. I know that Charlie is interested in talking about 2024 and Joe Biden, but I just want to make things very, very clear. The only worn out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Crist, DeSantis said of his 66-year-old opponent. Later, Crist slapped back. You won't even say if you want to be the governor of Florida after this election. 
There were several heated clashes during a raucous debate that covered the COVID-19 pandemic, abortion, crime, education, and President Joe Biden. The meeting came on the first day of early voting across the state. Already, more than 1.1 million votes have been cast, the most in the nation. The Florida governor's race may not be the nation's most competitive election this fall, but it is no less consequential for DeSantis, a 44-year-old Harvard-educated Republican who could launch a presidential bid in the coming months. He hopes to use a strong re-election victory on November 8th in Florida, a state he carried by just 32,000 votes out of 8.2 million cast four years ago to demonstrate the breadth and strength of his support. DeSantis has benefited from demographic shifts across Florida, a perennial swing state that has shifted to the right during his first term. Former President Donald Trump carried the state by more than three points in 2020, and Republicans now hold a registration advantage of nearly 300,000 voters. Quick question. Quick question as it comes to um, voting. If you are registered as a Republican, does it mean you have to vote Republican when you go to the polls? And vice versa, registered as a Democrat, do you have to vote Democrat when you go to the polls? Anyone has the answer to that? Or regardless of your party affiliation, are you able to vote however you please and for whomever you choose? I'm sorry, ask the question again. Okay. So... If I am registered as a Republican and I go to the polls to vote, do I have to vote as a Republican? Likewise, if I'm registered as a Democrat, when I go to the polls, do I have to vote as a Democrat? Or am I free to vote for whomever I choose, regardless of my party affiliation? So for the elections that are coming up now that we're doing in the states regarding like your government, your your judge, um, what what am I doing? That we're doing clerks, judge, treasurers. We're doing um, all those big um, things. I'm sorry, right now my mind is on something That's else. Okay. That's okay. I can vote for any party. But when it comes to the presidency, no, it's not the presidency. There is one election that you're only allowed to vote for your party. But like this, the current ones that are coming up in November, you can vote for any party you want. I think that's BS. I think I should be able to vote for whomever I want in whichever election, right? What if I have a change of heart tomorrow? Let's say I'm, I'm, I'm Republican and I want to vote Democrat tomorrow. So I'm. This is early voting in Texas. Uh-huh. So for the positions that I can vote for, I can vote for anybody right now. But I can't remember the election that I can only vote my party. And I'm thinking it's the presidency, General. but I don't remember. I'd have to double check. Probably the ge- okay. Let me check the chat. So, Geely says you can only vote for um, your party affiliation in the primaries. General okay. elections is different. 
I just and these are general me. elections. I have no clue. I, I'm so over it. Um, but moments, they always give you a chance to switch your parties. So right. if you want to switch, you can do that. I don't. I, I don't know if there's a limit on how many times you can switch back and forth if you want to. <laughs> I, I quite, you know, uh, here's how I look at it, Javet. I should be able to vote for whoever, whenever, however. That's how I look at it. I think that's free and fair voting. Be I shouldn't be locked in because of the party I have chosen to affiliate with. What, you know, going down the road, I miss the window to switch. And I don't want to vote for the party I'm affiliated with. I should not be locked into that because I, I think that's unfair. That, that's my opinion. I might like you today and I don't like you tomorrow. I might approve of things you're doing today and I might not approve of what your plans are tomorrow. I may have a change of heart. I might have an epiphany and start to see things in a whole different way. But I was always curious. I'm glad the story came up and it gave me the opportunity to ask. Right? Yeah. Just, just wanted to know. Okay. An independent registered voter can vote for any party, but cannot vote in the primary election. It's a whole bunch of red tape. Unnecessary our red tape, Julie. I mean, they make it so hard. So hard. But, and my next question, my follow-up question is this. With all the redistricting and the rezoning that they're trying to do to capture as much support as they can for their party, can't the people who live within those zones still go ahead and change their party affiliation and say, well, we're, I don't want to vote Republican. I'm going to go Democrat. So your redistricting and rezoning may not necessarily work in your favor. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. Please, somebody school me. Again, it still has to follow the guidelines that we just said. <laughs> in Texas, they're they're continually trying to change the districts especially since like where i'm at we've turned democratic mm -hmm. you know so they're constantly trying to change it but again in like the election that we have now i can still vote for whoever i want and i literally just printed out my ballot yesterday and i am there are some positions that I already know who I'm voting for, but there are others I have no idea who these people are. So I'm I literally go and research people and and look at their backgrounds and and see if they actually have any type of real community involvement. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. I, I don't I don't always just do a straight ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Now is the time, I would say, to everyone to um, pay attention. Definitely pay attention. Don't just um, go and vote for someone because of what somebody said to you. Vote on your own premise, right? Do your own research. Do their views align with yours? And we're not saying it's going to be 100% foolproof. No, we're not saying that or foolproof. We're not saying that. But you want to... 
be as educated as possible. Have as much information as possible when you're heading out to the polls. You don't want to vote on sentiment. Definitely not. You want to vote on one's um, historical record. Their, you know, their track record, if you want to put it that way. What have they accomplished? Have the things that they accomplished, um, have they been in alignment, in alignment with your views, with the things that you have required? Have they fulfilled anything on your list? How does their agenda line up with your ideals, right? So it's not just running to the polls and arbitrarily putting a tick or whatever it is that you put, you know, put thought into it, reasoning behind it. And I will urge everyone who votes to go a step further. Hold your elected officials accountable. They're not there for photo ops or for you to say, oh, I was at a banquet or I had lunch or tea or dinner with so-and-so. That's not the reason they are there. They are there to work for you. It is your tax dollars that you have to work hard for to pay out that is paying them. Stop smiling up and kiki kaka. Stop. And also look for those extra referendums that they have on those ballots. Actually try to find them and read them and see what they're saying because they don't give you all the information in that little blurb on your ballot ticket. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. I'm losing my voice. Thank you, Javet. Thank you so much for that reminder. Don't go and vote for somebody because naturalists said that's who you must vote for. What if now you go and you realize that naturalists' choice is not yours, doesn't align with you? Don't vote for somebody because Lisa says that's who you're to vote for. Be ready to explain to yourself. You don't have to explain to anybody, but be ready to explain to yourself why you're choosing a, a particular candidate. All right. So due diligence, due diligence. All right. Thank you, Javette. Thank you, Julie. Appreciate the information. Thank you so much. All right. Our next story, ex-Minneapolis cop pleads guilty in George Floyd killing. Story courtesy of the Associated Press. A former Minneapolis officer pleaded guilty on Monday to aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter in the killing of George Floyd, just as jury selection was about to begin. Another former officer waived his right to a jury trial, setting up an unusual proceeding in which the judge will issue a verdict after lawyers submit written arguments. The plea deal for J. Alexander Kueng calls for three and a half years in prison, with prosecutors agreeing to drop a count of aiding and abetting second-degree murder. Kueng, or Kueng is the second officer to plead guilty to the state charge, following Thomas Lane, who pleaded guilty earlier this year. Their former colleague, Tao Tao, rejected a plea deal earlier this year, telling a judge 
it would be lying to accept any such deal. On Monday, he agreed to go forward with a modified proceeding called a trial by stipulated evidence, in which he accepts certain evidence against him and waives his rights to a trial by jury and to testify. The two sides will work out agreed-upon evidence against Tao and will prepare written closing arguments. They will submit those to Judge Peter Cahill by November 17, with Cahill to rule on guilt or innocence within 90 days. The process, called a trial by stipulated evidence, included an agreement to drop the aiding murder charge if Tao is convicted on the lesser charge. With such a conviction, Tao would likely get about four years in prison. Boy, these laws, loopholes, and all that good stuff. <laughs> Our next story, two killed in shooting at St. Louis High School, gunman dead. A former student broke into St. Louis High School Monday morning warning, you are all going to die before fatally shooting a teacher and a teenage girl and wounding seven others before police killed him in an exchange of gunfire. The attack just after 9 a.m. at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School forced students to barricade doors and huddle in classroom corners, jump from windows and run out of the building to seek safety. One terrorized girl said she was eye-to-eye with a shooter before his gun apparently jammed and she was able to run out. Speaking at a news conference Monday afternoon, Police Chief Michael Sack identified the shooter as 19-year-old Orlando Harris, who graduated from the school last year. Sack said the motive was still under investigation, but their suspicion, their suspicion is that there may be some mental illness that he's experiencing. Investigators later searched Harris's home. Authorities did not name the victims, but the St. Louis Post-Dispatch identified the dead teacher as Jean Kuska. Her daughter said her mother was killed when the gunman burst into her classroom and she moved between him and her students. My mom loved kids, said Abby, her daughter. Sack said the other fatality was a 16-year-old female who died at the school. Seven other 15- and 16-year-old students, four boys and three girls, were all in stable condition. Four students suffered gunshot wounds or graze wounds. Two suffered bruises and one had a broken ankle. Sack declined to say how Harris was able to get into the building, which has security guards, locked doors, and metal detectors. If there is somebody who has a will, they're going to figure it out. We don't want to make it easy for them, Sack said. We just got to do the best we can to extend that time it takes them to get into the building to buy us time to respond. I was about to ask the question, did they have security there? There were the doors locked, but apparently he figured out a way to go around to circumvent. So he don't have no mental illness. I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me, but I don't think he has mental illness. If this building has security guards, locked doors, and metal detectors.
you have to be able to think, right? Strategically, sit down and plan, right? How you're going to get inside despite all these things being in, being in place. So am I to believe that this man, this 19-year-old, has mental, suffers from mental illness or is experiencing mental illness. And this is where I struggle because it seems as though it's very easy to slap mental illness on everything. Seems that way to me. And people play the mental illness game very well. That when people are truly suffering, it causes some of us to look and wonder if they're being serious and that's not fair to those who are truly suffering but everybody that goes into a school has mental illness everybody that does a, a, a mass shooting has mental illness i see i see something wrong here i'm sorry i, I see something wrong There are many who have mental illnesses that suffer from depression and varying other things that don't do the things they do. Because what I'm getting from um, the reports is that if you have mental illness, this is going to be the outcome. This is what you're going to do. Chances are the probability is pretty high that this is what you're going to do. Can we stop diminishing the realness of mental illness by quickly coming to that conclusion all the time whenever we have mass shootings. Good morning. Good morning, naturalist. Is the government are the ones that have mental illness. They have formed a phrase because they choose not to deal with the real issue. And then it is the easy access to um, firearms. I mean, America is the only country that has this level of um, gun violence. And there are many other countries in the world that also have um, a lot of firearms. Maybe not as much as America, but instead of dealing with the issue, uh, when there's a mass shooting, it just says uh, the feel good jingle, that's what I call it. Oh, he had mental, mental illness. When there are those who are really struggling, with their mental um, situations. They really need help, and now they're being um, pulled all into one basket as um, mass murderers. Because every mass shooting is a mental illness. Like I said it's just the excuse to not deal with the real issues. I like anything, if you got a sore on your foot and you choose not to um, take care of it, eventually you're going to lose that leg. And, America, slowly but surely, is down losing itself because when you cannot protect the most um, vulnerable people amongst you, which are your kids, you know, you do nothing to protect them. I don't know what kind of future you're going to have as a country. I learned right there. Thank you, naturalist. Yeah. Those who really need the help are being ignored. They need to change this 
thing. And, you know, every time we hear about these shootings, the first thing myself and my husband say is, wait, they're going to say mental illness. And it's sad that we're looking at it this way. It's sad that that's how we're, it's as though we're becoming numb. We know that's the go-to. It's as though that is the go-to. And the shooters, I feel, know that that is the go-to. So they play that card like it's a game of Uno. And they pull out that reverse card. They know what they're doing. I'm sorry. This school had security in place. Metal detectors in place. Locked doors in place. So who did he fool to be able to get in? Was he carrying a bag? Did security miss anything? Did they let him in on the premise that he was probably coming to get information because he probably needed a transcript? We don't know. I'm just waiting. Well, he's dead now. So we have to wait for more details to come out. His reason for being there and going in there and telling them that they're all going to die. Thank God the gun jammed so he was not able to kill that girl that he came face to face with. And thank God, he, I, I don't know if I should be saying this, that they were able to take him out. That was swift. So sad, so unfortunate that two lives were lost. But yes, I have to say thank God that there wasn't more tragedy. Thank God they didn't um, handle it like they handled it in Texas. Facts. The shooting left St. Louis Mayor Tishara Jones shaken. Our children should not have to experience this, Jones said. They should not have to go through active shooter drills in case something happens. And unfortunately, that happened today. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said additional action is needed to stop, to stop gun violence. Every day that the Senate fails to send an assault weapons ban to the president's desk or waits to take another common sense actions is a day too late for families and communities impacted by gun violence, Jean-Pierre said. The school district placed all of its schools on lockdown for the remainder of the day and canceled all after-school activities, including sports. Now they're going to have to make bulletproof desks. So, God forbid, somebody gets in, they can just hide, you know, flip the desk over and hide behind it so that the bullet can't go through. Um, bulletproof doors. Is it that children now have to wear bulletproof vests to school? Is that where we are? Seems as though that's what we're going to have to do. It's going to have to be a part of the uniform now. Put on a bulletproof vest and then put your shirt over it and go to school. Why should children go to school and have to worry if they're going to make it home? 
How can you expect a child to learn, to be fully focused? These children undoubtedly are shaken up, and you're going to ask them to show up the next day at school or next week at school whenever they reopen and carry on as normal. Because we are failing as adults, leadership is failing. We, we prefer to um, support gun manufacturers than support young lives. No wonder they're calling for the reversal of Roe versus Wade. No wonder they don't want abortion rights in place. Because they realize what's going on. Mass murders, we got to replace them. No parent should have to bury their childs because of senseless killing. That's not the order of life. Lives forever changed and it continues. And we said it. We said it over the summer. When school reopens, we're going to have the issues. We said it. And here we go. Um, this is number what since school has reopened. We've lost count. We have lost count. For those who are sitting in the Senate, failing, I say to you, I pray these tragedies do not reach your doorstep for you to realize the importance and the necessity to take action to protect the citizens of your country. The money that is being put in your pockets to support the avoidance of bans on assault weapons is blood on your hands. And I'm saying that. And I hope the message gets sent because that's what it is. That's blood on your hands. You can go to bed at night knowing that your children and your grandchildren are okay. They're protected on the taxpayer's dime. You don't have to worry. And all we're asking is that you take some kind of action. How much worse will it have to get? Is there going to have to be a mass shooting a day before y'all wake up? But I hope not. I pray not. And I really pray it doesn't come to your doorstep. And I'm done with that. <sighs> Reading and math scores have dropped among students in the U.S. following the impacts of COVID-19. Story courtesy of Baller Alert. There is new evidence showing how the COVID-19 pandemic impacted 4th and 8th graders' reading and math skills as testing scores have dropped. According to a national educational assessment that lists the ways in which the pandemic has affected children in America, 4th grade students and 8th grade students' skills in reading and math were impacted by COVID-19. News Channel 3 reports the average math score of 236 for fourth graders dropped by five points after 2019 
and for eighth graders, it dropped eight points below the average of 274. In 2019, the average reading score was 217, but it dropped by three points, whereas the reading scores for eighth graders in 2019 were 260, and that score also saw a decline of three points. These findings are based on the National Assessment of Educational Progress for Reading and Math Exams, which is sometimes referred to as the nation's report card. The evidence was compiled and analyzed by the National Center for Education Stats, which is a sector of the Education Department, the news outlet reports. The results of the assessment are now pointing to the need to invest more in the country's education and school curriculum. If this is not a wake-up call for us to double down our efforts and improve education, even before it was, before the pandemic, then I don't know what will. U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona told CNN on Monday. Some of the variables that were noted as impacts were the transition from in-person learning to remote learning, as well as health and COVID-19 related health issues for families. That, that, that's not cool. That, that's not a cool state for the country to be in. I asked this question yesterday. I don't remember who I was talking to. How can someone graduate high school and not know how to read? Please make that make sense to me. In this first world country, where you have to go to school, and if you don't show up at school, I think it's five days, truancy comes into play. Explain to me, first world, the greatest country on earth, people are graduating high school not knowing how to read. Not knowing how to read. The math I'm not going to stress myself about because the truth is some of the math is not necessary. I'm not going to tell no lie. Some of the math is really not necessary. I think the math you do in school should be, to, should be specific to the courses you're taking, right? So if you want to get into the science field or the tech field, there are different types of math you have to do. But if you want to become a social worker, why the heck I got to do trigonometry? How is trig going to help me? Is there something in social work, social services that needs trig? I don't know. Pyth what is it? Pythagoras theorem and all this foolishness. H how, is, how is that going to help me? If I need to do plumbing or construction, yes, you need math. I'm sorry, go right ahead. Go ahead. I know someone opened their mic, but go right ahead. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Thank you for letting me on this stage. <laughs> I think, uh, you know what, looking back at it, I think they have like all these different opportunities for like maybe specialized careers. And then I guess we're just, you know, they expect maybe if you were to do something like social work, you'll just drop it from your memory bank. <laughs> but I guess the exposure to anything in STEM or medicine or law is like kind of like, you know, high school is kind of like a dotted thing. It's a basic, basic education. But the mere fact they're graduating and not able to read, I think, I, I don't know if it's the school's part or it's the, the, the family's part, you know, like they don't like get down on their kids. And they maybe assume things will be okay for, you know, for forever. Like they don't even need to know certain things in the school. Because I'm telling you, other education systems, you got 16-year-olds that are already teaching. 
And I feel maybe more like this is an American thing. They really got their population behind, and it's a big old setup. But anywho. <laughs> anywho. That is so right, Camilla. The math, as I said, I'm not, hun- not going to be too concerned about that. I think math should be specific to whatever it is that you want to get into, right? Um, but the reading, what I'm finding is that because one is not reading, reading is one thing, but comprehension is another. And I think that's a huge problem. And I'm saying it's a huge problem because I listen to conversations being had. And people are not having, I don't want to use the word intelligent conversations, but the way they're arguing their point, it's not supporting what the whole discussion is supposed to be about, right? Um, Critical thinking is missing. People get heated so easily, so quick, because they're not understanding what they're hearing or they're not listening. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm explaining myself properly right now. I don't know. No, you're you're explaining. Oh, I don't know if I said good morning earlier. So good morning <laughs> to everybody. Good morning. Get, get no, you're, you're explaining it. Um, exactly how you should. One thing I do want to say, I do understand what you say about all the different areas of study that we're not really using. But what I wanted to say is, if someone didn't open my eyes to like music theory or art, maybe I wouldn't even know that I like it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do understand the extra courses because for me to get my um, bachelor's of science in accounting, I had to take <laughs> every science that there was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. But it opened my eyes to some things that I didn't even think about. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it really did. So. There's a good and a bad, but um, reading comprehension, yes, that is very important. But I think that a lot of people speak to speak and don't listen and understand what they're hearing before they respond as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And the other thing too, Javette, we're not temperature checking, right? Because sender to receiver what i'm sending may not be received the way it i intended and it could be because the receiver is not hearing me clearly or not understanding me clearly so we need you you got to do temperature checks um for example those of us who have worked in customer service call centers to be specific and let me not limit it to that anywhere any field when someone reaches out to you with a problem, we, we state the problem to make sure we are hearing them correctly and that we have a clear understanding of what they're relaying to us, thereby giving them the opportunity to say yes or no. I may call in and I may say, um, hi, Javette. I checked my account. I noticed that 
my balance is $15 when it should ha it should be $35. I'm not seeing what's going on here. Is there anything you can shed light on? I would expect that Javed is going to address my concern. And in addressing my concern, she's making me know that she understands. And if she's not understanding, it gives me the opportunity to say, no, Javette, that's not my question. This is my question. And to, so that we both are on the same playing field. There's no discrepancy. You know, moments. <laughs> the funny thing that is, I did that at work. Oh, I'm getting a red bar. So yeah, me too. I have a red bar too. <laughs> I did that for work, but I never did that in my relationships. And I'm noticing in the past five years, I started doing that in my relationships, in my conversations. And it has helped. Yeah. But I never yeah. did that before. I have to be honest. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I say, let me see if I understand what you're saying before I even respond. Is that what you're saying? Especially when I see yep. that the conversation is not, we're not on the same page. Exactly. But I did it at work with no problem. That was part of what I had to do at work, but I didn't think about it in my regular day-to-day -day life. Mm. Well, I'm glad you noticed that, and I'm glad you have started to do that now. Morning, James. Morning, everyone. Morning, morning. Yeah, I, I think one of the biggest um, roadblocks to, to education and why so many people are leaving school unable to read and, and you know, comprehend is um, environment. I don't, I think, you know, sometimes it can be the school system, but I think the school system have less to do with it. I think it's, it's environmental um, because even myself experience have experience with, 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 with that type of stuff. You know, when I was young growing up in Jamaica, and because of my environment, um, I wasn't able to learn. And, you know, at the time, you know, because the, the, the education system, you know, wasn't as advanced as it is now, where, where you, you have, like, people that can you know, properly diagnose a child and stuff like that. You know, the first thing they would say that you're a slow learner or you, you have some learning disability. But in recent times, what they're noticing now is that the environment, you know, like six kids, one bedroom, you know, gunshot, you know, the same loud music in, in, in the community and stuff like that um, are some of the roadblocks that, that just kind of block you from, from learning. Because with me, like, going through my entire school, um, all age school, like, I was unable to learn. I could barely read when I, when I was um, about to go to grade 9. And in grade 9, like, there was, like, a, like, this big change. And it was because of the teacher. The teacher understood. And the teacher... Um, we develop like a relationship, and I learn more in nine in grade nine than I learned from my from grade one coming up. So you know sometimes it it's that, and 
unfortunately, like especially like in in some of the I know not only Jamaica do it, in, in the States they do it to where they have like schools that are lower ranking that if you're living in certain areas, um, chances are the, the, the students that, are, that you're in the same class with are experiencing similar environment. Um, so it just looks like, like you're in like a slow class. Like the, the kids in these class, they're not bright, but it's because they're experiencing the same environment. You know, same thing like in Jamaica, we have traditional high school where you have some kids from some of those eras, like they're able to, you know, to, to thrive in, in the, the, the tough environment and they still make it to, to those traditional school. But then the non-traditional schools now, you like Tarrant and, you know, some of those non-traditional schools where like CXC, like nobody in the school passed CXC, you know? So, and when you look into those school system, you realize that most of the kids that are coming, going into those schools, are coming from like after sleep under their bed, you know, gunshot in the night, the, the, the whole stress. So it blocked them from learning. So I think in order, like they have to address poverty, living conditions, social, the social breakdown of society, that would have to be addressed first before, you know, education can get to a different level. And I'll just leave it right there. Fair, fair comments. James, let me ask you a question. How is it that children, and I'm truly trying to understand, because I myself, I'm guilty of this. And I remember my parents would sit, I hope you know your book like how you know the songs. A song will drop today and before the days out, well, sit at 10 o'clock and before, by 12 o'clock, them know the song word for word. How is that possible? Coming out of the same environments. What's the difference? What, how is it that they're able to learn the song in less than two hours, do a TikTok dance, but they can't read? No, because there's certain, there's certain part, like different, I think there are different functions or different parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. And there are people that just born with, with certain natural gifts. Like, for example, like I know growing up in my community, there's this, this family. The, the mother and father, they have nine kids. And these kids, you know, like, because I believe that some kids are born like genius. They, they have like this, this um, special gene where they can learn like 10 times faster. Like I've seen it. I've seen like kids like in grade five and they can do math at, at like grade 11 level. And, you know, like nobody sit down and they just have that special gift. And there's this guy in that family, like, they had to choose one child to send to school out of the nine. And all of the other child, all of the other kids, you can see that they're brilliant, but they're just not educated. They can't read, they can't write or anything. They, they can communicate, they, 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 they have certain skills, they can count, they, they, they're hustlers. You can't rob them. And one of the guys in, in the family, this guy could fix anything. Like, this guy would go to the, the Riverton dump, and pick up broken air condition that people throw away and say they can't fix it. And this guy would fix it and it worked perfectly. This guy built like a car out of wood, out of wood and, and bike engine and stuff like that. But he couldn't read. You know, so there are just certain things that I feel like certain parts of your brain, like and, and with the music, especially with dancehall, it's it's a part of your environment. So like kids 
who can't even spell cat can can sing like a vibes cartel song or an alkaline song from start to finish can can sing it front way back way because it's just their environment and and they have certain gifts as i said the gift is there but it's just that um it's like there's certain block blockage from 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 certain you know james things getting 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 in so i i don't know james yes Javan? can i just um piggyback on what you're saying yeah yeah so if the vibes cartel song had cat is spelled c-a-t on it do you think those same kids would be able to spell cat then Yeah, because, you know, as we know, music music is one of the, like, people that teach with music re- um, realize that music is, is, is one of the tools that um, you can use to for especially kids who are problem learning. So, so, yes, maybe, yes. so maybe it's more so what they're exposed to and how they're exposed to it. So, like, in the example that you just gave, only one of the kids was able to go to the school, right? But if, if that same child now came back in the house and taught his brothers and sisters what he learned, mm-hmm. do you think they would have been able to adapt to it? Do you think that they would be able to um, command reading? Well, actually, there there is like one of them that that did that. One of the his, his sister, like she was able to read and stuff because, like, she would learn from him. But you know the environment, like people, they're, they're, they're so you're so the, you're saying that one sister adapted one sister, to it, but the other children didn't want to do it because, no, because of their no, because they 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 were busy. The parents were busy, like having them hustling and stuff like that. Oh, like okay, okay. okay. So again, it's what they're exposed to. Yeah. Not that they are limited or overly intelligent. Because, yes, there are people that can just do things just because, but it's really more so what you expose them to than that they can't do it. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Definitely. And and the reason I'm going to support that, too, um, is that you have many people who have come out of um, low-income situations where they had to dodge bullets, where they had to hustle. There's a young lady in Kingston who has to hustle at the stall with her mother every day after school, but she was still able to secure so many ones in her subjects. So, moments, yeah. Sorry, you have to realize that like we're all different. Like some some people can can excel like in, in the midst of the storm and some people the storm will just take them away. So it's 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 not any one or it, we're, we're different. Because like even okay, like even in my wife's case, my wife said my wife was like a a student in school. Like she was like in a gifted um, program. And her parents were going through like a difficult time in their relationship. And it started spilling over like where the kids could could realize and she said when she went to school she like she dropped off the, the gifted program and the teacher pulled her aside and 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 tried to find you know what's going on and she said when her dad and her mom separated everything went right back to normal back on the 
program. So yeah, there are people, people are different and people can survive under different conditions. So it's, it's not any one thing, but that has a lot to do with it. Too. Environment plays a huge part. And, you know, from my experience, because as I said, like, I experienced that because of my, I was, my environment and, and, you know, like what made the change was someone reaching out to me and, and showing interest and showing like the care and, and my education was important. And I'm like, wow. And that made a change. Like it wasn't that I was slow because what I learned in one year, like I was able to, even though I started late, like I was able to, to, to leave school, go back to classes, go do my GCE and CXE and stuff like that with just one year because someone took the time and said, like, I'm going to, you know, help out this, this young man. So, yeah, it, environment has a lot to do with it. Um, the school of, 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 you know, like it's, it's, it's no one solution. It's a, it's a bit of everything. Okay. Like the school system, the, the, the environment and, and the home, you know, it's a mixture of stuff. Mixture of factors. All right. Thank you so much, James. And thank you, Javette. Our next story, Barack Obama introduces himself to Gen Z in new voting PSA ahead of midterm election. Story courtesy of Baller Alert. Barack Obama wants Gen Z voters to do their research before casting their ballots in the 2022 midterm elections. For those of you who are just turning 18 and were only three or four when I was elected, my name is Barack Obama, the former president said. I was the 44th president of the United States and I have the best jump shot in White House history. In response to Generation Z's concerns that voting is not the most effective method for solving issues, Obama acknowledges that there isn't just one correct answer, but argues that it is still a necessary step to hold politicians accountable. Uh, Two years ago, more young people voted than in any other election since the 1970s, he says, and because you did, the direction of the country changed. Obama provided examples of how voting is important, from the COVID-19 vaccine to how the most comprehensive climate change bill was approved, student loan forgiveness, and how the long-awaited report on UFOs and aliens was finally made public. I think those are some pretty good reasons to vote, but I don't need to tell you that there's a lot more that needs to be done, he said. In addition to those examples, he said that the government still has some work to do. He cites five critical concerns that he wants government authorities to fight harder for immigration rights, climate change, mitigation, gun safety and abortion rights. The PSA insists that if Gen Z voters can find so many hidden messages in Taylor Swift's recent hit album Midnights, they will do an excellent job of researching which candidates will fight for their values before casting their ballots in the critical midterm elections. I know a lot of you care about these issues, so prove it. Make sure you're registered to vote at vote.org slash Obama and then go vote Obama concludes. Uh, Javette, I, I'm sorry, I had to go back to this. Um, as you were talking about, probably if they put the word cat in a song. So vibe, wasn't it Vibes who had the song K-I-S-S-I-N-G? I don't know why my head went there. 
no parece normal. Yeah, kissing a tree, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not losing it. Not losing it. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know why my head. Uh, 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 you know what? Let me get back on track. In Latin America, out of the Latin American corner, U.S. targets Nicaragua's gold sector in latest push against Ortega. President Joe Biden has signed an executive order targeting Nicaragua's gold industry as the United States aims to punish Nicaraguan President Daniel Ortega over a crackdown on dissent and curbs to democratic institutions. Biden's executive order gives the U.S. Treasury Department the authority to target certain persons that operate or have operated in the gold sector of the Nicaraguan economy, the department said in a statement on Monday. It also allows Washington to bar new U.S. investments in Nicaraguan economic sectors, imports of certain products from the Central American nation, and exports by U.S. citizens to certain of certain items to Nicaragua, among other potential measures. The Treasury also sanctioned Nicaragua's Mining Authority, the General Directorate of Mines, and a Nicaraguan government official and close confidant of Ortega. The Ortega regime's continued attacks on democratic actors and members of civil society and unjust detention of political prisoners demonstrate that the regime feels it is not bound by the rule of law. Treasury official Brian E. Nelson said in a statement. With President Biden's new executive order, we can and will use every tool at our disposal to deny the Ortega Murillo regime the resources they need to continue to undermine democratic institutions in Nicaragua. The Biden administration has imposed a slew of sanctions in recent months, including U.S. visa restrictions on Nicaraguan officials and their relatives over the country's poor human rights record. Ortega has faced growing international criticism over his government's crackdown on opposition leaders and human rights activists, especially in the lead up to elections last year that Western nations denounced as a sham. Ah, sanctions, sanctions, sanctions. Must everything be done our way? And I'm not saying that. The truth is I don't have much information about Nicaragua and their um, landscape. I really don't to be able to make a intelligent and educated comment, right? But I will say this. Sanctions have been imposed on various countries. Have these countries buckled? Have they given in to the United States? Is it time for us to realize that sanctions don't necessarily work? Are they truly effective? Because the only thing that seems to come out of sanctions is that the poor become poorer. The disenfranchised, even more so. It hurts those who are struggling.
I don't have information as a, I didn't know there was gold in Nicaragua. This is news to me. I learned something today. So I have research to do to educate myself so that I don't speak out of, out of place. Right. But the United Nations rights chief warned that uh, socio-political and economic and human rights crisis existed in Nicaragua and were forcing thousands of people to leave um, their homes in migration in unprecedented numbers, right? Um, what was presented to me and what I was seeing and hearing about was war within the country, right? The rebels. So is it that these wars are because of the gold? I don't know. Because it's the first time learning about go the gold. It's the first time hearing about gold in Nicaragua. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. We only... You know what? Yeah, th that's a resource. Yeah, and I'll leave that right there. <laughs> but I'm going to have to do my research, definitely. A new crisis is brewing for Venezuelans who are turned back at the U.S. border. The story out of Mexico City, courtesy of AlJazeera.com. Dozens of migrants and asylum seekers sit in a cold and rainy street outside the offices of the National Commission for Refugee Assistance, Comar. Most of them were deported from the United States to Mexico just a few days ago. Almost everyone there is from Venezuela, and many are women with young children. Migrant and refugee shelters in the area are full, so they have been sleeping outside for the past few nights. Luis Conde, who is 43, is one of the older men in the group, says most of the people here crossed the border from Mexico into the U.S. earlier this month and turned themselves into immigration officials, expecting to begin the process of requesting asylum like other Venezuelan asylum seekers have been doing in recent months. Instead, they were detained by U.S. border agents and returned to Mexico. Lewis says the agents cited the policy known as Title 42, which enables U.S. immigration authorities to expel migrants and asylum seekers to Mexico under the pretext of the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, the pandemic is over, according to the U.S., if you ask me, because life is back to normal. Everybody going about their business. It's like they turned off the switch. You know when you have in the apartment buildings, you have the utilities room and you go in there and you switch off power or switch off the water supply or, you know, yeah. So they went in the utilities closet and they turned off the switch on COVID-19. So can they turn off the switch in the sense of stop using it as an excuse to deny the migrants at the border? Come up with something else. Moments in the easy and easy at the... It's time they come up with something else. Let us find something else to use as the reason for expelling migrants and asylum seekers. I know they said if you fly in from Venezuela, you stand a better chance. Then if you take the trek through the Darien Gap and up through Costa Rica, Panama, and all the other countries to get there. Come the easier way, we'll let you in than the more treacherous and dangerous way. You come the dangerous and treacherous way, 
proving that you really need to get in. Oh, no, 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 no. You cannot come. You cannot come. You got to go back. But if you take a plane and come, yeah, you know, we, we'll bring you in. We'll bring you in. But remember, we can only take in 25,000. Yeah. Do away with t- Title 42 as the reason for me, please, folks. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Here's a little music break for us. And when we return, we have business and tech news. It is Turned Up Tuesday here on Coffee and Toe. We're playing yesterday's hits, today's favorites. Man and woman be patrolling the earth, putting shit in the game. Citizens of the world, we running now. Precious time is a grain of sand. Ignore it by the hand. Work hard, man, every day for another man's plan. Man orders woman when he come home. Get your ass in the air. My woman wants to just as much as Woman wants to just as much as he does, but makes him think she don't care. Man and woman in the same where I'm from. We have a these on the mind. Minimum wage in the internet page. Protect themselves from crime. The blue is color on the brown is the skin. White, yellow, red too. They don't care who it is. They watching you. Conspiracy, so you might as well dance. Getting down Zulu. Man, woman, yo, you might as well dance. Getting down Zulu. Come on, come on. You gotta understand Woman not behind him She's right beside him there And they both toiling White man fighting for independence From an old empire Woman makes a flag for a new nation And lets the flag raise high Black woman is stripped of her kingdom And brought the breastfeed new Black man Mentally He broke it too But the cream always rise at the top That's what men and women do Man, woman, always doing the dance. One wops, one pops. We be lucky if we both find a groove that we both can lock. Can man be stronger if a woman is there? I would have to say yes. Can woman make it without men being there? She would have to be blessed. Woman and man are the spiritual forces brought together to live. Good thing there's many of us here in the world today. Find a good one to give. Let's go, come on. Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. Of course, thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. 
playing with pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not. I'll send a letter to my friends. A born again, the hooligan, no need to be king again. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you. Yo, yo, yo. I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress, stress. don't smoke cess. Less, I must confess, my destiny's manifest. There's some cortex and sweats. I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with orgy and best. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes, bless you if you represent the food. But I hex you with some witches brew if you do do. Voodoo, I could do what you do. Easy, believe me. Frontin' niggas give me heebie jeebie. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone and defecating on your microphone. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. You can't run away from these styles I got, oh baby. Hey baby, cause I got a lot, oh yeah. And anyway, go, my whole crew gonna know, oh baby. Hey baby, you can't hide from the black, oh no. Ready or not, refugees taking over. The Buffalo soldier, red like Rasta. On the 12th hour, fly by in my bomber. Crews run for cover, now they under pushing up flowers. Super fly, two lies do or die. Toss me, I only for fly with my crew from like high. I, refugee from Guantanamo Bay. Dance around the border like I'm Cassius Clay. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and make you want me. Ready or not, here I go. You can't hide. You're gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I go. You can't hide. Gonna find. And it is time for business and tech news. Unprecedented 401k boost. IRS increases amount you can save for retirement in 2023. This story courtesy of CNN. The IRS on Friday announced a record increase in contribution limits to 401k and other tax-deferred retirement plans for 2023. Starting next year, you will be allowed to contribute up to $22,500 into your 401k, 403b, most 457 plans, or the thrift saving plans for federal employees. That's $2,000 or roughly 9.8% more than the current $20,500 federal contribution limit. The jump is largely due to inflation to which the contribution limits are indexed. The catch-up contribution in the 401k and other workforce plans, the amount plan participants who are 50 and older may save on top of the federal contribution limit also will get a big boost. In 2023, it will rise to $7,500, up 15.4% from $6,500 today. That means if you are 50 or older, you can contribute up to $30,000 in 2023, and that does not count any matching contributions your employer may kick in. All right, so 
For those of you who have 401ks and want to increase your invested amount, those are the numbers. Starting next year, you will be allowed to contribute up to $22,500 into your 401k, 403b, most 457 plans, or the thrift savings plan for your federal employees. Okay? If you are 50 and older in 2023, it means you'll be able to contribute up to $30,000. And folks, this does not count any matching contributions your employer may kick in. So arm yourself with these numbers so that when you're ready to make your changes to your contribution amounts, your employers are not telling you any frackle knackle. Okay? All right. Know your numbers. For this story, please go to CNN or you can go to WSVN. All right? Hold on to your numbers. Uh, while the increases could help those hoping to power charge their retirement savings, most 401k participants do not save anywhere near the federal limit. Based on an analysis of the 401k plans it provides employers, Vanguard estimates that only 14% of participants maxed out their contributions in 2021, and only 16% of those eligible to make uh, catch-up contributions took advantage. I'm going to tell you why. People need every dollar they can get hold on to to spend now. The light bill, got to pay that. Winter is on us, got to pay the heat, got to buy food. People, the day-to-day -day living expenses, survival expenses, the necessities, the cost has gone up. So it's kind of hard to expect that people are going to be able to take full advantage. Of course, those who are at managerial levels or director levels, you know, who, who, who make a lot more can afford to. But if you're talking about a national average, right? And I know there are people who make less and there are people who make more. I'm just going according to the national average of $51,000. If the national average is $51,000 gross, right? And you got to take rent out. And you have to take those utilities out. And you have to feed your family. Is it going to be easy to be able to save that amount let's be realistic out of 50 where's my calculator out of 51,000 are you honest honestly able to put aside uh $22,500 and be able to survive off the rest can we do a quick math where's my calculator Where's my calculator? There's, there's no need to do the quick math, my love. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to moments here. Um, you're saying 50-something thousand and then 20,000. Yes, almost 50% of your salary. Yeah. Almost. There's no way people can do that. They make It's a guideline. It's a guideline. Yeah. That's the maximum. But people can't make it. People can't. I, so I was HR in my company, right? So... We advertise about the maximums. We tell people. We don't. It's not kept secret. Just be to be clear. Um, 
but it's only the really top earners ever maxed out. And in a in a company with a hundred people, we had about sixty five or seventy who decided to use the four one k. And of those, there were four people almost annually who would max out. I think it's actually six who maxed out. And then the ones who were over fifty, there were of those because I had an older um, teammate. There was an older team. They those those in that group of six who maxed out, two of them would reach the fifty the fifty year old max because it's it's an additional five thousand to the general. It's always the same ratio. So whatever the annual maximum they have for everyone else in four one k for people over fifty, add five thousand dollars to that. So. It it wasn't something that was happening all the time, right? Very few. Some people they put the the, the most the least you can put I think is two percent of your income per payroll, and I had some people who they would do that or they say they would say you know what I'm putting fifty dollars in per payday, and you, and well, all you do is applaud them because yeah. they they're planning something. I wish everyone could max out. It would be fantastic, but it's just not possible, unfortunately. I'm done. Thank Good you, Sonette. Good morning. You know who can max out? Young people Retiring. fresh out of college. No. You think so? Yeah. If you are if fresh out of home. college if and you're still, still living home. at home. Yeah. So here's yes. what I did. Yeah. I took the national average, right? National average, 51,000. Deducted 22,500. That leaves 28,500, um, right? That gives them $2,375. If they want to say, you know what, I'm going to stay home for five years and be aggressive, get a head start on my 401k, they can do that. They can, because, you know, they probably pay a light bill or they take the, the water bill or they take the cable bill to help their parents out. And they may have a car payment. They can, they can afford to do that. But people who have to pay bills especially single family um, homes, it's hard. It's going to be hard um, because, yes, you would like people to take advantage of the limit, but realistically, it cannot be done. On You know, oh. we're not here, there yet. Go ahead, Afo. Oh, so, no, we just said, so we can't, me and my wife can't do that then for one because, um, as I know, we are our truck, you know what I mean? Apartment, having a home or apartment, that's just a take up money to our pocket, a waste of time. Uh, waste of money, I should say, because when they're home, all the day home, like one time for the month. Right now, since I'm start working, we're staying up for like three months and then taking time off to fly out to Jamaica or wherever it is, and that's about it. So, all of it is like a car payment and phone bill and some subscriptions. So, that means persons like me and my wife can max up our 401k if we should take part in stuff like that yeah you should be able to i don't see why you should be okay. able to discipline if you know do your budgeting it's important to do your budgeting you know what your income is and you want to put your because you're a trucker for the most part it's not consistent it's not the same thing especially if you're over the road it's not the same thing every week right sometimes yeah. it's more sometimes it's a little less so Use a budget off of the lowest amount you've ever earned. All right, you mm. and your wife. So let's say, for example, one week you've earned $2,500, but another week you earned $1,200. 
me personally, I would run a budget of twelve hundred dollars. That's what I would do. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And then work around that amount. So whatever you earn extra, you can do additional savings somewhere else with that or whatever you choose to do. Yeah. But a lot of times people put their they overextend forgetting that things happen. Life happens right i have seen where people have said oh i'm gonna give the maximum or i'm gonna go give this amount and then the company not the company close they lose their no not lose their job some what is it they there's an illness so they're not working mm-hmm. as many hours so now they have get a they have been hit with a pay cut so to speak yeah covid should not teach people that right so it i say operate at the low end that's just my recommendation i'm not a financial advisor I'm just giving a recommendation. If though, after you and your wife are able to say for the next two years, three years, be aggressive with your 401k, I would implore you to do so. If you can do an aggressive savings of any kind, I would implore you to do so. All right. All right. Cool. Alright, cool. So you're under I'm a financial advisor. Alright. No, cool. I me mean, is not a financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, try Marlon. Not, uh, try not to cash it out early. You will get hit. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hear about it, you But we never really like really look into it like that. You know what I mean? But I always think about it and say, yo, we just really want to like do some more research on this 401k thing. You know what I mean? And uh, and see how the best way to go about it or attack it, like I said. Definitely so do your research. Do more research yes. and look into it. Do uh, your I research. I was four hundred one k until I came over here. Right. Do your research, Afo. Speak to more than one financial planner and come up with what works best for you and your wife, not what's best for somebody else. Okay. Um, you don't have to go with the first financial planner you speak to, right? Because there are some financial planners who are only after their own agenda hitting a quota they're not truly interested in your financial goals and that's what you want you just like you with a doctor you want a doctor who cares about you and your health not someone who just wants to quickly write a prescription and shove it to you as the quick fix all right so talk to different advisors and go with your gut instinct you and your wife make the best decision that's best suitable for you. all right all right cool. Give thumbs. all right no problem my pleasure okay so next up republican committee in u.s sues google over email spam filters the rnc republican national committee has filed a lawsuit against tech giant google alleging the company has been suppressing its email solicitations ahead of november's midterm elections an allegation google denies The lawsuit filed in the district court for the Eastern District of California accuses Gmail of discriminating against the committee by unfairly sending the group's emails to users' spam folders, impacting both fundraising and get-out-the-vote efforts in pivotal swing states. Enough is enough. We are suing Google for their blatant bias against Republicans. That's according to the chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, in a statement to the Associated Press. For 10 months in a row, Google has sent crucial 
end of month Republican GOTV and fundraising emails to spam with zero explanation. And we are committed to putting an end to this clear pattern of bias. <laughs> so Google in a statement denied the charges, as we've repeatedly said. We simply don't filter emails based on political affiliation. Gmail's spam filters reflect users' actions, said spokesman Jose Castaneda, adding that the company provides training and guidelines to campaigns and works to maximize email deliverability while minimizing unwanted spam. You know what, Republicans, your own people probably mark in your email as spam. And after doing that a couple of times, it automatically goes there. Who, who knows? Stop having Yes. <laughs> yes. It's true. I, listen, I am de- I'm a Democrat. And I mark my Democratic stuff as spam. Because I'm tired of these messages. Y'all begging me for money. I don't want it. So you know what I say? I say delete. And then the next message comes up from Google Gmail is, do you want to mark the spam or um, I forgot, like junk? Right. And I say yes. So now I don't get any more, any of them. It is not Gmail doing it. It is a user. This user does it and other users do it. Your messages don't make sense. And it, and the way that this, your um, subject lines are, we immediately know you're begging for something. Either we are for or against you. We don't want it. So we say, no, thank you. And it becomes junk here and toward the future. <laughs> exactly. You're absolutely right, Sinead. Th- this is, you know what this is? The Republicans throwing a temper tantrum party before the election even comes up. They're going to try to blame everything. It's as though they're projecting a loss. So they're trying to say, let's get our stories together now. Let's see who we can blame. Let's start putting pieces together because we have to blame somebody if we lose. That's all they're doing. Talk to your supporters. Have you seen your mailboxes recently, folks? Filled with flyers. They're wasting trees. Stop cutting down these trees. Wasting it, trees. It, you know what I'm getting in Texas now, too? I'm also getting phone calls, but I'm getting individual letters from people. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I got one last night. How from about a strange? How about the text messages? And no. Wow. Oh, An individual letter. No, that's serious. No, man. They can't be talking to you like that. They don't know you. <laughs> I, I mean, like, and the person signed his name, but I don't have his actual name. I don't know who it, it, it said, like, William C. So I can't even now go and say, let me go look up and see who this William C is and tell him, stop sending me stuff. Yeah, and it's like Wait. a form letter, and in the form letter, it's like, why should, why do I want to vote? I, I left it downstairs. I'm upstairs. <laughs> why, why do I feel better or O'Rourke is the right candidate? And then he handwritten, hand wrote in his feelings, and then the next thing is like, why I feel you should do again. He hand wrote in his feelings, signed it and then sent it to me and it says from the you know on the bottom where they say from the, the campaign of better o'rourke or whatever whatever this is what they're using your money for i'm just letting y'all know this yeah. is where the money's going yeah they have all these strangers send me stuff last week i got an actual handwritten letter on ruler paper that's ridiculous 
they, they don't have a return address that you can send it back. I mean, there needs to be a cease and desist. There needs to be a box down. That's what <laughs> I just don't appreciate all my information being out there. It, it, I don't know if it is that way in all the other states. I know I never noticed it when I was in New York, but in Texas, in, in moments you and I already had this convo. Yes. Yes, yes, we did. So much of my personal information is out there. Yeah. It's sickening. It, 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 there's no it's, privacy. It's part of the registration. Yeah, it's part of the voter registration. So you register to vote, but you you have to now request or petition the um, whoever your registration section is to not put your information out. Okay, oh, say, yeah, say that probably, again. That's probably, oh, yeah, that's what the letter prob- said. Yeah, we know that you are a registered voter. Exactly. So we're gonna know. And they, or, or they didn't make a box available for you to say opt out of receiving messages. Okay, Sunet, I, say it again for me from yes. the start. When How you, can we when stop? You regist- yeah. It may or may not work. Okay. Okay. When you register to vote in whatever city or state, province, county, you you have to put your information because you have to give identifiable information so you're in the ballots to register. So you're registered, but there's sometimes a box to check that you don't, that you'd like to opt out of mail, but sometimes they're also tricky and say, check the box if you'd like to get mail. So you have to read the fine print, unfortunately. Mm. I know sometimes I sign petitions when I'm like coming out of Target. I do that. So it's possible, I know that that's how sometimes my mail came. Oh, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, we're hearing, no, calls. we're hearing you, we're hearing okay, you. Okay, cool. Um, sometimes I sign petitions. And so then I started a, a fresh batch of mail. Then I'm like, duh, you forgot to not do that, you know? So just you have to, every time you sign up for something, de- do re- dealing with elections or your political affiliation, they could start sending in more mail. But it's it's hard to track. So, like Texas, I know something, my a friend told me about this, Javet, is they often don't give you the ability to opt out of things. Mm. No. So it becomes no. it becomes more work. See, I knew it because my friend told me already, but other some states do give you the option to opt out. Wow. California's big on that. And I always and I think that often to check the boxes. It's just one of the things they do. Um but you have to really, really pay attention to those things. Unfortunately, we're gonna end up with more trees. I have all those, and I don't know why they can't just put a thin piece of paper for those political affiliations. They're just thick, heavy paper. I have to rip my name off and mm-hmm. shred my name, and then um, recycle the rest of it. It's just so much work. Thank Re-election you. cycle. Thank you for saying the word shred because I need to go get a shredder. Yeah, it's it's a complete waste if you ask me you go to the mailbox and you're picking out all these flyers I, I don't even read them they go straight in the recycle bin i'm sorry stop please give us a break yeah because i mean you're gonna do your research i'm gonna do my research and figure out who i'm voting for exactly you send me these papers it kind of turns my brain i'm like who another message from let's say gene shapiro whoever their name is i, I don't <laughs> now i'm like my as in like gene shapiro's office is a pain in the butt i'm tired of them you know right so let me do my own research and figure out what i want to do and whom i want to vote for Exactly. Exactly. They have people canvassing the neighborhood. Someone actually came to my door and I'm speaking to them at work, but I'm speaking at them through the ring bell. 
And she's like, I'm going to leave a flyer. The same stuff that I'm getting in the mail, she's leaving them at my door. And then have the nerve to say, by the way, can you tell me who you're going to vote for? And I said, you're not supposed to know that information. Are she's you like, serious? oh, I'm sorry. I was just, oh, no, I'm dead serious. Wow. I'm dead serious. She's, she's like, well, I'm just, right? she, she said, oh, that. I'm just leaving the list of my party. These are all the people. Can you vote straight ticket? I said, I don't vote straight ticket. I research who I want to vote for. Wow. She was like, oh. This is all through my ring cam. So again, like I work, my office is mainly Republicans. So when I hang up now, they're all in my conversation because they can hear me speaking, <laughs> speaking at my desk, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh boy. Wow. Thank you, Javette. Thank you, Sinette. Go ahead, Camila. Go right ahead. Oh, I think my mic was off. The, you guys are going through a lot. I'm also going through the text messages talking about I'm a dialysis patient and I think you should vote for so-and-so. And I'm like, come out on my phone. You're not paying for it. <laughs> I get the text messages too. And, and they're in yes, the text messages. Like, is your man. Like, I'm, we are friends. They're addressing me by my first name. Hi. And, <laughs> and then they start and I'm like, delete. So, oops. And as I'm speaking, there goes a call from one. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the block. I block, 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 delete, delete, delete. I'm sick of it. I, I it's, it, you're inundated. It becomes annoying. Okay. Something is wrong. Is it me or is it Clubhouse? I'm trying to go to the chat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to even try to sweat my wrap my brain around what's going on. It's Clubhouse. That's why I had to go oh, out wow. and come back in. Okay. Yeah. Something is really off. Did they do another update? I need to check because whenever they do an update, that's when things go awry. All right. I think so. Yesterday when I popped on for a little while, I saw that things were a little bit different, uh, okay. like, especially in the houses. So folks, let us, when, when um, we're through with coffee until 12, let us all, Go to our um, app stores, um, go to Clubhouse, and if there's an update, click on update so we don't have any glitches. I have to remember to do that when I'm through. All right, so, yeah. I don't know why they can't get it right, though. Every time they do an update, there are glitches. Okay, I'm on Club Deck, and things look different on Club Deck, too. Um, I'm about to sign out because I was on here last night, but... Everybody has a little word bubble next to them I'm trying to figure out what what happened on Club Deck. They may have gotten an update too. So hold on a second now, Sinette. Has, has yes, Club Deck and, well, not has, have Club Deck and Clubhouse merged? Ha, uh, is it that Clubhouse is now allowing for a seamless um, flow where Club mm. Deck is concerned? Because, um, yeah. I don't know. Like, so when I first started using Club Deck before, um, maybe a year ago, I tried it and I was like, oh, it's, it's a little lagging. Mm -hmm. But now it's it's pretty good. I, I enjoy using Club Deck, especially when I'm doing, like modding, it's really good to mod on Club Deck because you can see multiple windows at the same time. You don't have to go back and forth. I can see the room chat. I can see the back channel chat. And I can see the other rooms going on in the hallway all at the same time. Okay. So that makes it pretty easy to use. Yeah. Um, like, I, 
right now I can see um, Fabian down in the audience, right? Yeah. But there's like a word bubble next to him. And usually you don't see that unless he's above. And I can't figure out what that is. Okay. But I have to, I have to go through. Um, then you can still do the reactions just like, just like I would anywhere else. You know, you hit the reactions button. It took me a while to find some things. But it's, it's I like, I like Club Deck. Okay. If you're sitting and you're not like moving around, it's, it's great. Okay, so I'm wondering how it's going to work for DJs and those who play music like myself, because um, I know earlier this year there were glitches where you'd be okay playing for probably 30 minutes and then after a while you would start glitching and your um, clubhouse members would not get a good experience. So I wonder if they have worked on that. Um, is Naturalist in here? I'm going to have to text him and tell him, let us test it out and see. But uh, I forgot about Club Javette, that's for you. Oh, yeah. Um, look at my meme. That's for you, Javette. Texas <laughs> votes early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing around with the buttons right now, but I'm going to make it up. And then I'm I'll... actually going to run out and go move the car. <laughs> oh, okay. Mad Libran, I'm not sure if you have tested Club Deck before, if you're going to test it. Oh, see, Maddox is on a call. Um, there are the de DJs on here. I was, I was that sorry moments what was that club deck sonette was saying that she uses club deck she prefers her experience on club deck versus clubhouse and i was saying i remember earlier in the year when testing club deck as some djs and especially those of us who play music it was not the best platform to use because um club deck and clubhouse are two separate entities right I remember yes. I remember town hall meeting when someone raised a question and I think that if they were going to um improve the quality and I think that's when Clubhouse learned that there's this club deck that was allowing people so I'm not sure if they decided to work with club deck you know so I'm not sure have you tested it recently oh, I I have been using club deck from a job you know Oh that's what you've been using okay Yes, I stream my stream my stuff, and it works good for you. It works perfect, no issues. No issues. All right, all right. And uh, good customer service too, because um, at one time there was a problem with uh, notifications, and I emailed the guy, you know, and um, like within days, you know, they get back to me and fix the issues, you know. So if there is a problem that I find out with it. You can let them know and they'll get back to you and they, they will fix it. They'll try and fix it. Oh, but wow. it has been perfect for me. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. So I'm going to take... It's really good. I'm going to take and your it recommendation. Allows me, it allows me to use my my my, uh, my computer, my desktop, my laptop, you know. And free up stream. your phone. Right. Okay. Or my iPod, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's good. All right, so I'm going to take your recommendation and I'm going to take Sonette's recommendation. I'm going to give it a test and see how it works out. Not going to do it during the week, though. I'm going to test it on the weekend and see. Um, okay, all right. Or like in the evening when I'm not airing and see how it works out. Okay, so just download it because I'll I, I never forget and I had to just get, a, get rid of it. Just get rid of it. All right, I'm going to test it out again. Thank you, Sonette. Thank you, Mad Libran. Appreciate that. Okay. A Florida girl steals $13,500 from grandmother's safe, hands it out to classmates at school. She's 14 years old 
and she's facing felony grand theft charges after police said she stole the money from her grandmother. Story courtesy of Paula Alert. But what is more puzzling is that she then handed it out to students. Yeah. The Marion County Sheriff's Office said the motive had not been determined, but the teen took half of her grandmother's life savings. Authorities were called to Lake Ware Middle School on Thursday after receiving reports that the girl was giving out hundreds of dollars to other students, apparently even to people she did not know, the insider reported. Michelle Spaulding, a parent, said that her daughter told her a girl she did not know tried to give her money. That one, that's when I was like, yeah, mom, the child came up to me and asked me if I wanted a hundred dollars. And she said, no, it's got to be stolen. I don't want anything to do with it. The teenage girl told officers that she received the money from a friend who had moved away and wanted her to hand it out. That's according to Sky News report, citing an arrest report. KDFW reported that deputies said other students told them the girl had told others it was her grandmother's money. The sheriff's office and school officials are working on getting the money back and have urged parents to ask their kids. So far, school officials retrieved around $2,500 from the girl's backpack and another $700 was returned by other students. I really hope it gets recovered because that's devastating. I really feel bad for the family. Would you call the cops on your 14-year-old granddaughter or child? Or is that something? Hmm. So now, and I'm not saying what the child did is right, to steal 13500 from the grandmother's safe. I'm not saying that. But what was her motive? I'm very interested in hearing that. But why would the grandmother call the cops on her 14-year-old granddaughter? There's something that she could not address as a, they couldn't address as a family? Maybe she needs to be taught a stronger lesson than just a reprimand from the family. Could it be then, Javette, that she's probably um, a repeat offender, so to speak, that she's done this before and they've had it? That's the last straw? I don't know. You never know. Okay. All right. So, I mean, when when my daughter lost that money, when she thought she was going to meet up with the modeling guy and whatever, Mm -hmm. I made her pay me back my money. Yeah. That was $2,000. This is $13,500 from a child that don't even have a job. How's she going to pay it back? Mm. And where's her mother? Mm. Where's her parents? A lot of questions. Is the grandma take care of this child? We don't know. We don't know. Oh, that is straight up police. I will call police too. Come on now. This is real world. Anything over $500, that's very serious. <laughs> So let me tell you, I would, the cops would get involved if it's something that she's done before, if she's constantly stealing, right? Yeah. And I don't even know if I would call the cops on my child or my grandchild. I'd have to find an, I guess that would be the ultimate last resort. And if, it, if it's a case where it's the first time doing something like this, I would never call the cops on her. And chances are, there is a reason why she's do. If it's her first time, there's a reason why she did it. She didn't just arbitrarily go in there and who, take out. Yeah, she has a reason for it. Well, who has the 13500 k then? Somebody maybe sent her for it. 
No, I don't hey, man, she I was know just she giving away. She was just giving it away to people. I think Is she mentally ill? I don't think so. I think I don't know. Don't know. I I don't know. I was thirteen. I would never like I'll be like, shoot, let me see how I can buy, but not give it away. Um, I think she's getting back at her grandmother for something. This is my personal feeling. Um, we don't have enough details right yet to build an argument around it, but there are a couple of things at play here for the cops to be called. I'm going to assume that this is something she's done before, or she's a habitual stealer, <laughs> thief, I mean, stealer. She's a habitual thief and they've had enough. That's it. Grandma can't take anymore, right? She's not listening. So now it's time for her to learn the hard way. Number one, number two. I'm looking at it that if it's her first time doing this, something must have happened between her and the grandmother and she wants to stick it to the grandmother, hit her where it hurts. Yeah, those are the two I'm holding on to for right now. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, you don't want your, you don't want your child. Hold on one second, Camilla. Hold, hold on one second, Camilla. Go ahead, Javette. You were saying? You really don't want your child to go through the system, but you know, you know how they have scared straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if it could be set up something like that. Yeah. You, you know, cause you, you don't want a young child to be stuck in the system as well. No. But I, did they say whether she can recoup some of the money from the children she gave it to? Well, so far, the sheriff's office and school officials are working on getting the money back. They were able to retrieve 2500 from her backpack and 700 was returned by other students. And they're asking the parents of other students to return the money. That's a lot of money. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Hold on one second, Afo. Hold on. It's um Camila and then you, because um it was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Javette, Camila, and then you. Yeah, you are finished. Oh, no, no, just a mistake. You guys can go on. It was just a mistake. I was just reacting in between <laughs> you guys. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead, Afo. Go right ahead. Yeah. Someone can answer this. My cousin have done something like that before. My grandmother, she used to do the partner thing. And them teeth out our money and go spend it with him in front of them. You know what I mean? But here was, what was his situation. His situation was, he just, maybe just bad. And I powered the wrong company. And in front of them, I tell him to do things. You know what I mean? So, him, and, um, and next time after that, I actually caught him. You know? Um, him, my grandma used to hide the key underneath the pillow and she step out one side but I guess he never knows some of the house or something and when him I come around the corner for enter my grandmother's room him, I see him choke the key <laughs> like him guy get, you know you're frightened yeah i just frightened and choke the key and chop on the ground and act like him I look for something so I'm saying I'm gonna tell granny get your teeth you do it before and you do it again you get me I say so maybe one situation like she you know what I mean I'm just bad or maybe it can be like yo one of them people that were who family have all this money or some money we know friends in my class are really need some funds so we just uh we don't, we don't know because all the things are going right now in this world you know what i mean so we don't know what the case maybe hopefully hopefully i'm shed some more light on it and yeah. then probably talk to her for find out why she do it you know what i mean or 
me have the family man say, hey, she, she, she always I do some stuff or I try with her, but this was the last cause. Because we don't have to call police for my cousin too. You know what I mean? Because him, yeah, him, him feel like him the body thing of the world because well, he might power with some 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 people who claim same friend. You know what I mean? So it can be a situation like that or as we said others. So right. more information, hopefully them can shed some more hopefully. light on what go on from both yeah. sides, her and our our family. Yeah. Hopefully, definitely we need more information to make better assumptions or to draw better conclusions. All right. Thank you, Apple. NYU professor fired for giving students tough love. Tells college deans to not coddle students. Story courtesy of Paula Alert. A professor fired after students complained that his class was too hard is now telling colleges to apply a little tough love to its students. New York University fired Maitland Jones Jr., who is 84 years old, a former chemistry professor, after students complained that his course was too challenging. Huh. We're very concerned about our scores and find that they are not an accurate reflection of the time and effort put into this class, the petition said. We urge you to realize that a class with such a high percentage of withdrawals and low grades has failed to make students' learning and well-being a priority and reflects poorly on the chemistry department as well as the institution as a whole. Jones told the New York Times in a statement that the COVID-19 outbreak significantly impacted the decline in student interest. They weren't coming to class, and that's for sure, because I can count the house, Jones said. They were not watching the videos, and they were not able to answer the questions. On Thursday, Jones said that the college deans must learn not to coddle students in an opinion piece for the Boston Globe. Critically, the growing number of administrators, major and minor, who are often without any expertise in a given subject matter, need to learn to stand back from purely academic matters and to support the faculty, Jones said. Deans must learn to not coddle students for the sake of tuition and apply a little tough love. They must join the community in times of conflict to generate those teachable moments. Even before COVID-19 disrupted classrooms, there were signs of trouble. I came to NYU in 2007 after 43 years of teaching and research at Princeton, where I had both tenure and an endowed chair. I wanted to see if the technique I had introduced at Princeton, in which the talking head lecture was de-emphasized in favor of small group problem solving, wanted to see if it was transferable to another university. All went well at first as students prospered in the problem-solving setting and younger faculty began to adopt it. But about 10 years ago, I noticed that students were increasingly misreading exam questions. Exams that should have yielded a B average dropped to C minus or worse. Single-digit scores became common, and we even had zeros on exams, something that had never happened before. In his opinion piece, Malisic speculates on causes, screen time, COVID-induced remote learning, and suggests that we do no one a favor by continuing to dumb down our courses. I completely agree. Although I must admit that I was guilty of some grade inflation, he said. 
However, Jones said that his reputation as a chemist and educator has not been seriously damaged. In short, he was hired to teach and was not successful, a spokesperson said. NYU has lots of hard courses and lots of tough graders among the faculty. They don't end up with the outcomes that raise questions about the quality and effectiveness of the teaching as this class did. According to uh, an NYU university spokesperson, the class suffered from a very high rate of student withdrawals and evaluation scores that were by far the worst among all undergraduate science courses at the university. <laughs> I'll say this. Let me, let me ask a question. Do we think that most university students in the U.S. could survive university in the Caribbean? The University of the West Indies? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. They might have a few, they might get lucky, but trust me, I have a way for them to go flunk. And here is why I'm asking the question. I remember in high school, um, there were students whose parents are Jamaican, but they would send their daughters back to go to school at the high school I went to. And they were A students, A students in the U.S. But once they hit the school system in Jamaica, they failed miserably. They failed. And then flip the script. You have students who complete high school in Jamaica, come to the U.S. and excel through the roof. Some of them have to go back to high school and do 12th grade in high school because you know how it is here, right? If you haven't done it the American way, you haven't done it, right? And blow it out the water. They're like, oh my gosh, unbelievable. Where do these people come from? So is it that these students want the easy route, not willing to challenge themselves? Or is that the work is really too hard for them? Now, one thing that is very common in this country is paying people to do your work for you. Many people have their bachelors and their masters and their PhDs because someone did the work for them. They did not exert themselves to do the work. And that is why degrees don't impress me. I'm sorry. I'm not impressed by a degree. I'm not impressed by you having the alpha, alphabet after your name. I'm not impressed by titles. Attorney as law or doctor. I really am not. I'm, I'm going to be quite frank with you. Because people pay people for do them work. I'm glad you said that a while ago moments. Just recently I watched a video with a sister say the same thing. She said, yo, some of these um um say no. Alright, she that she do see that about some white students. <clears throat> nursing school. She's not nursing school. So she does talk about some some white students. And she say, yo, some of these girls who you see and nurses and stuff like that, them don't do nothing at all. Cause she says she remember when she did a school and she had bust her brain and bust her ass and try to get, uh, uh, you know what I mean? For, um, put in the work basically to have her grades so she can become a nurse. And the, 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 the white girl, them, it's like it was a favorite thing for them. You know, them not do nothing, uh, but yes, still, them get them grades. She wonder like, why is it 
me not do all this and them not do nothing. I say for myself that they not do anything. And them still a pass. Like, you know what I mean? And she said she find out say how they want to get them stuff being done for them or the, 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 the professor have more leaning towards them. You know what I mean? So she said, yo, don't be, don't be surprised to go on to some of these nurses and them, them don't know the right, um, um, what them do, like the right measurement or the proper amount of medication or stuff like that they're supposed to get, you know what I mean, milligram or injection. Because she said, a lot of them don't know nothing at all, nothing, and she can't attest to that. So I really think at all moments. Somebody um, said. <laughs> somebody said to my mother a couple years ago, "Why am I not further ahead in life?" I laughed hysterically. I said, "Hold on, is that the same person who paid somebody to do their exams for them?" <laughs> People just say no. things. Wow. They did not say that. Oh, yes, they did. That a troll. Oh, yes, they did. I, I just laughed. I'm like, hold on. The right. same person who I know for a fact. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I just leave it alone. Let me tell you something. They, they were given videos to watch based on this story. If you don't watch the videos, you can't answer the questions. And that's where he caught them. That's where they got caught. They failed to watch the videos. And <laughs> listen, you're going to earn your degree, earn it the right way. Please, people, because if me find out, say, pay you, pay somebody, say, you have your degree, I have no respect for you. None. You did not earn it fair and square. And a lot of um, people do, uh, not just in the white community, black, a lot of blacks do it too. I know that personally. They pay people to write their essays. Pay people to take classes for them. Cut it out, man. True, true. And then you're getting a check. You're making over six figures. And you feel good about yourself that you are. No, you did not earn that. Something happened and they will fall. It's a quick fall, but something will catch up. I am not it impressed. It always happens. Not impressed. Sorry. The days when you would, you know, applaud people who did the work. Damn, this done for me. Sorry. I have time for that. Y'all lazy. Get up, go watch the videos and do the work and stop being lazy. Stop complaining. Y'all complain too much. A Michigan woman has been arrested for not scanning items at Walmart self-checkout. Stole $1,000 worth of items. <laughs> Guess what? She paid herself. A Michigan woman, courtesy of um, Bala Alert. Yeah. Teddy Jo Marie Fliam, 34, is now looking at prison time after she failed to scan all of the items at self-checkout that she picked up in the store. The incident took place at a Walmart located in Alpine County where loss prevention saw Fliam and noticed she wasn't scanning each item. When security confronted her, she grew upset, denied that she wasn't scanning every item and ended up leaving. <laughs> After leaving, the security team checked surveillance footage, which showed the woman was able to make it out of the store with more than $1,000 worth of items by not scanning all of them. And she had not been scanning all of the items during her visits 
at the location since April of this year. She was arrested on September 29 and is now facing first-degree retail fraud charges. Here's the lesson that you need to get out of this. Walmart and all the other stores that are replacing cashiers with self-checkout. Put back the cashier them. Give back people jobs and pay them. Y'all making mad money, mad net profits. You can afford to pay the people. I am not saying that what this woman did was right. She went in there to shop. She has to take the things out of her cart, scan the things, put them in the bags, put them back in the things. And she's not getting the, the grocery or whatever it is at a discount. You have to pay the same price for doing the work. I'm not condoning what she did. I am not. But I'm saying retailers need to revisit this model, this business model of eliminating as much human resources as they can in exchange for tech. You go into a Walmart, 25 cashier stations, five working, and then you have one person manning the self-checkout. There is one Walmart close to me. There is no um, cashier, period. It's self-checkout. You have eliminated human beings. Put them back. On a now lose nothing to have cashiers in place. You're still going to make mad profits. You're still making your money. You're still netting a good chunk of change. And you're still able to live your frivolous lifestyles. Give people jobs. And this will, this will stop. <laughs> How many times have you accidentally forgotten to scan one or two items? I know I, I walk out of this thing like, oh, I forgot that. I'm going to turn around and go back to the supermarket for that one can of beans or something. I'm going to play with Walmart. I'm going to play with them. I don't know at all. It has happened to me with Publix. Where I, you know, sometimes you put yeah, something at the bottom. Don't, we don't have Walmart. We oh, don't have a Walmart. Oh, you don't have Walmart. Walmart. Okay. So I have Mm-mm. put something at the bottom of the cart already. And I have walked out forgetting to take it up scanned everything else got scanned by the cashier i have walked out and i'm like hold on a second and i stop and check the receipt and i turn back because you know something on a knock on lock me up you're not gonna lock me up for one little item i'm sorry i'm not going through it with them um so walmart I remember once I was living in Georgia and I was distracted. I was on the phone and I picked up and I said, hold on. These things aren't in bags. I was headed out the door. I made the quickest U-turn because I said, Walmart, them now stop you at the door and they wait until you get outside. Oh my God, you know what is that? That's them, where they them, catch them you. Wait on, yep. Them, them, sit, them watch you. You mean for them? Moments, make sure all them people are serious. All right, hold on, Alpha. I have to oh, do sorry. the on air wrap up. Hold on, one. Oh, second. all right, then. cool. One second. I can't believe it's that time already. It is 12 o'clock, almost two minutes to the top of the hour. If you have somewhere that you need to be, you got two minutes to get there.
ready for action. Nip it in the bud. We never relax in Thank you to all the listeners who logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Remember, for quality music while you work or play, log on to www.QMZRadio.com for quality music to get you through your day. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You were listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Coming up later on tonight, live on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, FutureFM.net, FutureFM 98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, and Westchester. It is the Rose Solo Show. So make sure you tune into that. Whatever you do and wherever you go, please be safe. See you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, right here on QMZReader.com and JanoRadio.com. This is Moments with me signing out.